Today's show is brought to you by Organifi, the best tasting green blend on the market. They're cold processed, guys, to retain all of the nutrients. And if you're looking to fill all the nutritional gaps and buffer out that new stress that your body has to deal with on a daily basis, check out Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and use the promo code SUCCESS to save 20% on your order. And now to today's show. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world, welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. Alive and direct, what's happening? And, and the bread maker himself, Dr. Douglas Thomas. What is going uh, on? Uh, making the bread, baby. Following orders, following instructions. My wife wanted, woke up wanted bread, so we make bread. This sounds, <laughs> hey, you actually sound a lot better. I wanted to wait till the podcast came on to ask you, but you actually sound a lot better because last time I called you, you were making bread. He was so hurt. Like, he didn't even talk for like five minutes. He kept saying, hold up, see, hold up. Shoot, I think I messed up this bread. I don't know what happened the last time you tried to make a little vegan loaf, but apparently this uh-huh. time you figured you know you figure hey, something hey, out. No question. And Rochelle said it. Rochelle said E. And I, now, Rochelle, don't kill me. I know you're listening, so I might be exaggerating. I don't mean to, but I, I think she said something like, by the 21st one, she had that sucker down pat. And so I know exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> oh, okay, about you straight then. Yeah, yeah, you straight. This the, this the, yeah, this the, what's this, what's this number this the second three? Or third. It's got to be number three, I think. Oh, uh, either two or reason, three. I think it's number three. Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling you, this one, oh, Carl will tell you, he had the first yeah, one. Yeah, no, it was yeah. fire. Now, now yeah. I'll be real. She looked a little beat up, um, but mm. she tasted fire. Hmm, the aesthetics yeah, count. The, the aesthetics yeah, count. And I got the aesthetics right on this one. And I told Carl, I was like, yo, when you taste it, I can't guarantee the taste. I worked on aesthetics <laughs> on this one. You know what I'm saying? So this joint looks like real bread. So if it don't taste bad, don't be mad at me. But that sucker looked right. But my wife, I don't know what happened, but Diddy said yesterday, I know what it was. Man, these commercials, man, mm. you got to be careful. But they show, is it called Grands? The Biscuits? Grands? Oh, yeah, Grand. yeah. Grand. So, they, Grand. so they showed Grand. it on Grand. TV 100, yesterday. 100 bands. I'm talking about 100 bands. Now, Didi and I, back in the day when we first moved here with the kids, on Sunday morning, we make breakfast with the grands. And oh, there was rice and movie. eggs. And then, and then And the sausage. Absolutely. And Didi was like, yo, I don't know why, but I got a taste for bread. And so she looked at me like, mm. and now the bread take two hours. Like, it's a two-hour process. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no 10, 30 seconds. Is that when, if you already hours. got the ingredients, or does that include the store run to get the ingredients? No, that is everything's <laughs> oh. in the house because you got to meal So if you got week. to go to the store, you got to add another hour under that thing. Oh, easy, I'm going to send easy. you a picture, see, because I was confused. But he showed me, like, they got wheat. It ain't even flour, bro. Like, oh, you, no, you it ain't flour. Your own flour. You can't, I'm yeah. saying you can't use no egg either or milk. No, that ain't bread. Bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> that ain't bread. It, it is. Hey, hate to tell you that ain't bread. Hey, you gotta come and have some. You gotta come and have some. It's, uh, okay. I'm talking about only Carl no, said no. Nah, I let like Carl, like Carl take my portion. No, no. Carl said the only thing he worried about is he gonna get a gut. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm Rochelle, telling no. Carl, this is what I'm trying to tell you. He taste buds so skewed on the vegan boy that he thinking it's fire. Now, it's fire. I give you all the credit in the world. If it's working for you and the vegan uh, meals have t- uh, tainted your taste buds to the point where you thinking that foolishness is fire, then Carl, hey, Carl, don't let me, me. Uh, hey. 
Don't oh, let me he, rain he, on he, your parade. I was gonna say, I, I'll vouch for you on this one. No, it actually tastes good. Like we, the first that we had. Uh, no, I'm telling you, like me, the kids, Tamisha, everybody smashed it. Like it's fire. Like it, he used honey, so it got like a sweet taste to it. And it, it, I promise you, it just tastes like regular bread. It's a little heavier than your little loaf that you get at the store, mm, but it tastes nah, it tastes nah, good. Hey, like it Carl's tastes good. Carl's starting to let out the real. Carl, keep talking. <laughs> he might, you know what I'm saying? Of course, if you ain't got milk, the milk is what's gonna uh, <laughs> spread it out. You know what I'm saying? Can't you use, you could use almond milk or something? You don't need it. The, the um. The ingredients doesn't requ- require when what Rochelle gave me you use hot water six cups of hot water to be exact. Oh, Ooh, no, not the exact measurement. Yeah, no questions <laughs> asked. So hot. So yeah, then what, so six cups of hot water. What else? Give us the ingredients. I don't know. Oh, let me see. Right, let me look at the recipe. If I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm beginning to question you now. You yeah, just made yeah. It now. Sound a little just... gay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just got to get the um, hook up. And of course, Didi took it. Today, but yeah, I can send it to you. I put it up online, actually. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, put, put it hey, up online. I'll put a photo of the bread, the recipe, yeah. everything online. We, yeah, we so yeah, put so it up and we'll let our, uh, maybe we can have a listener write in about why they love the podcast and we'll send you a loaf of this bread. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? We'll let it listen. <laughs> hey, it ain't gonna last hey, that long. Now I gotta help see because he it ain't my gonna boy, last though. that long. You gotta be careful though because this Rochelle's hook up so so you got to be oh, careful. I didn't doubt Rochelle's you know, Rochelle, ability to make it yeah. fire that ain't you know what I'm saying we ain't talking about well, Rochelle. Rochelle. Oh here go right here Carl. Rochelle yeah. taught me. I uh, well, I've DC. been given many recipes yeah. and when I cooked oh, it got like my grandmother taught see. me how to make some chicken and I promise you oh, mine no. didn't necessarily taste the same no, as hers. I, Carl I just needed him. We're oh, gonna wow. show the fans. I just needed him to see it. Oh yeah no all. no see he got like this not a like it's not a page it's like a manual bro it's like a book. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, no. We ain't playing Rochelle. I got you, Rochelle. You know I ain't gonna make oh, you wow. look bad, baby girl. 120. 120. Hey, I I'll was give looking C for, some. I was looking for you know how E be having the notes on the, the piece of tissue or something. That's right, what I was looking for. He right. got no, it's la- like laminated handbook? joint, see? It's oh, yeah, like I a little laminated, laminated handbook. Oh wow. Yeah, we're not playing with it. So hey, how, the machine how many... cost me six hundred dollars. You said what? Wow. The machine cost me six hundred dollars, bro. You know I gotta get it right. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, you bought a machine to go with it. Why you can't oh, yeah, you put no, it in the real. oven? <laughs> no, no, you do put it in the oven. But I'm saying it mills the 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 wheat for it. It's a long process. Rochelle, you need to get on the podcast. <laughs> hey, and that's and listen <laughs> to me. That's why I'm not going vegan right there because I told y'all. <laughs> Rochelle's not vegan. Hey, look, no, no, no. I'm telling you though. For all them hours you spend prepping your food, you go you true. You gonna live longer than me, but I'm gonna get my hours in on the front end, so it's gonna even itself out. Cause that two hours you was making bread, I was getting work done. I was hanging with my I'm family to, hey, doing my thing. I'm about to get Rochelle on here next week. Rochelle, so you might live me. like an extra two years on the back end, but I want my two years in my prime. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be 97. Like, yep, got these two years. Cause I ate that bread. Don't, hey, you know y'all, don't listen. Don't listen to see y'all. Don't go down that path. I'm just gonna There's hit the Hawaiian folks. sweet roll right now. Oh. Hey, There's some young people listening to see right now trying to decide. Please, you gotta know. You gotta know when he not in teaching hey, mode. I'm gonna do the Hawaiian sweet mode. roll and die at 83. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing Hawaiian sweet and go hey, at 83. Hey, with a you, smile you, on my doggone face. You, you'll still be alive longer than me. I'm not sure that. You're 12 years younger than me, so I'm not sure the brand is going to keep me alive long enough uh, to see you die at 83. Yeah, well, hey, we, we, we shall uh, see to each his own, man. But, hey, keep, keep doing your thing. I guess I do want to ask you this. Are you staying vegan for Thanksgiving or not? Mm. That's my, no, that's not my, well, not, I'm not doing meat, period. I don't necessarily, I don't need meat. But I'm definitely gonna cheat with some um, 
potato salad, macaroni and cheese, stuff like that. Yeah, that's my plan. Potato salad. Yeah, no, that's my no, plan. No chicken, huh? No I, I'm good on the meat. I'm just being real. So are you still going to make a turkey or is that it. a violation no, 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 of the no, vegan? No, 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 not at all. Oh, can no, you I'm make a turkey? No, bro. I, I told y'all, I ain't no, no, I'm not signed up with the vegan club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I know, I know uh, Peter had <laughs> tweeted you a couple times, so I, I didn't know. know if, I know. You know what I'm saying? But I had to let them know. Peter's feeling like you on their side now. If they hear the podcast, they might they might not renew your scholarship. I'm not on their side. I'm not on their side. But no, I'm definitely. They withdraw your membership. On your turkey. They come with some yeah. cans of paint and just throw it on your turkey. All you I'm saying is all those folks out there who love my turkey, I'm not about to put you on punishment because I'm doing the vegan thing. Okay, well we appreciate that. Yeah. So no, no uh, doubt. Now that we got that straight. Hey, uh, and I'll take your share of the dressing this year. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're we in negotiation now, though. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we're in negotiation okay. as I speak. Okay, I don't think see. he can do it. I don't oh. think he can pull it off, but we're going to see. Yeah, I don't think so either. You're trying to do it vegan? Oh, no, no, not vegan. I just asked him if he could not put the, put the uh, turkey, put the turkey in, in there or chicken. <laughs> chicken, I, chicken. Yeah, turkey. I asked him if he could not put the chicken oh. in there. He looked at me like, it was weird though. He looked at me like, like, yo, E, I'm going to try. You know what I'm saying? He gave me that look. Like, he dogged me out. He looked at me like, okay, I don't know. I'm yeah, not sure. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, yeah. you had to let so me Le- know how Hey, so LeBron, I need you to come down to court and dunk the ball, but do me a favor. Don't dribble. Right. Just don't dribble it for me. I need Just to take off from all half the way court. Down. But, yeah, but still want the same dunk. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I got a couple of things. It's all kind of stuff going, uh, going wrong at the Quinny household that I wanted to discuss on the podcast. One, if y'all hear some background noise, it's uh, my house, my whole side of my is house is not getting repaired. So oh, we got okay, people say, is it the fans again? sanding still, and drilling. The, and the whole nine. Um, so where do I start? Okay, let's start. What well, I got... Well, first of all, what would you do? You know what I'm saying? It goes situation. And then I want to do a fair file with my wife that just happened about an hour ago that I need y'all Uh-oh. opinion on. Uh, we're having more calendar Uh-oh. fights, okay? So first thing happens, on Friday, I'm headed to trade school, right? Pick up him and Avery. It's about 4, 45, something like that. And my phone rings, and it's the school. But I missed it. Like, I tried to answer, but it clicked. I'm like, why are they calling me, like, right as school's ending on a Friday? It don't even make sense. So, you know, Trey, he has, he's had some issues just being a little rambunctious at school, right? So I'm like, all right, here we go. So I get up to the school, and Trey's at the front desk. So I'm like, what's going on? He's up there with another little boy, and the little boy got an ice pack on his lip. And I'm going, oh, Lord, have mercy. So I'm like, all right, cool. Come here. Let's go talk to the teacher. And the teacher said, well, he was on the playground, and another kid was picking with Trey, and Trey kept telling him to stop. Like, I guess he was behind him. And he kept, like, hitting his head and just playing around. Trey turned around and told him to stop. And the teacher was like, she was on her way over there to tell the little boy to stop messing with Trey. And I guess the third time my man did it, mm. Trey turned around and threw a right hook, bust the kid in the lip. Mm. Now, here's where the dilemma comes in. He hit the wrong kid, okay? <laughs> he hit his other homie in the mouth and blew his lip out. And so I get up to the school and the lady's like, okay, the kid was messing with him. You know, Trey's usually not, you know, aggressive in that particular manner. Usually he's just horse playing, but that was a little out of character. But the kid was messing with him. So now I'm in this position where 
I'm like, okay, I do believe in standing up for yourself. Somebody pushing you in the head and you turn around, you know, you gave them a couple warnings. Okay, but then you threw the punch and hit the wrong kid. So I'm in this weird position where I'm trying to, I got to punish them, but I'm not really punishing them, but I'm trying to teach them how to solve a conflict without hitting, but he getting hit. What would y'all do in this situation? What am I supposed to tell my son? I'm like, okay, don't hit him. Just go tell the teacher. But I'm like, yo, my man gave him, one part of me is like, yo, he gave him three chances. Don't touch my head. Quit hitting me in my head. And Trey turned around and he set the record straight on the wrong kid. I'm like, Lord have mercy. Why did you hit the wrong kid? But then I can't really say that because then he thinks, oh, okay, cool. As long as I hit the right <laughs> cool kid, I'm good. So I'm figuring this thing out as I'm going. E, you, your kids are older than our kids, but. Yeah, I'm telling them to hit the right kid because that's what, and I'm saying that, see, because that's what you believe. I'm saying that's your value. That's see. what you believe. Right, that's what you believe. So well, I do believe in standing else. up for yourself if that's what Absolutely. you mean. Absolutely, yeah. No, that's what I mean. You wanted him to, because it was three times, you wanted him to go bust a little man in his mouth. And if he would have bust the right kid in his mouth, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It was only because he hit the wrong kid that we talking about this. So what I'm telling you is, <laughs> knowing you and your values, you should tell a little man, if they give you give them three strikes, they out. And you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, I, for real, as a parent, I don't think we should be playing games. Like, really tell your children what you really believe. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and explain why you believe that. I'm not the guy that believes anymore because my kids are grown. I'm not, like, black and white anymore. There's so many gray areas mm. when you have kids. Oh, so you know, many, but, bro. So yeah, many. but I'm saying, I think what you do with your children is you confuse them when you go back and forth. And so I, I just know for me, there's some things that I do that's probably not right in terms of my kids ain't always for it. But one thing they can't say about me is I'm wishy-washy. It's like, yo, we know who our father is. We know what his values are. We know what he believes. We have to adjust accordingly. You know, so I would just tell little Trey, like you go talk, to, it, it just, if it was me, you go talk to the teacher when somebody does something they're not supposed to do. And if uh, the teacher doesn't resolve it and she doesn't do what she's supposed to do, at some point, you just can't be nobody's punching bag. Don't kill them, but you do need to put them in a place and let them know, like, I'm not the one, you know, to be messed with. Like, you know, we can play, we can have fun, but when you abuse me, I'm going to have to stop you. Yeah, but then I, the other problem I got is my daughter is the bully in her class. She's the antagonist. Oh. So oh. I'm, I'm, I'm fully expecting to call any minute here. Like, uh, y'all kids is no longer one of the... My kids on probation up there. I'm like, uh, oh. everybody to get work release. You know what I'm saying? They like, look, little girl, you... She tearing kids up. She's just aggressive, man. I'm like, and I promise you, I, I t the crazy thing is, I was like, yo, I'm not raising my kids rough. I play football. I don't necessarily want Trey to play football. I don't even want Trey to play football, to be real. I'm, I'm about to dead it all together. But, and so I ain't, I'm not the rough and tumble, you know, like TJ just got his kids, you know, just yeah. gorilla out from day one. I'm not even on that, but some kind of way my kids going that way. Um, but anyway, because I appreciate you the own advice. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, not I'm on that in theory, but you own that though. You know maybe, what I'm saying? I'm just being real. You, yeah. you like you play football. You know, you were rough. If you know what I'm saying, you are rough, and so they picked that up from you. And not, the, I think the difference is when you're an adult like you are, you know how to manage it. You, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I just think when you're dealing with a child, especially your daughter, which you know, you got, I got different rules for girls. You know what I'm saying? Because Girls just get roughed up, so she might as well start with the roughing. Right. You know what I'm saying? She might as well just start with, with it. Okay, Don't so then I ain't, yeah, I ain't gonna, yeah. I ain't gonna tame her. No, no I'm just being real, like, cause Jada on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jada's aggressive. Now, I may 
hinder her from getting married early. She might have to wait till her late thirties to get married. But, but but one thing I can say is that I never really had to go up to the school because boys was picking on Jada. You know what I'm saying? Or Jada was being somebody's punching bag. I never had to deal with that because Jada gonna knock you out before you knock her out. You know what I'm saying? So with the girls, it's different. But with the boys, that could turn into him being labeled in school as a troublemaker, right. you know, as a mm-hmm. fighter, yeah. and now they're going to treat him different in school as a result of it. You know, I don't think they're going to look at a girl who's protecting herself or who look aggressive. They don't necessarily look at girls like that. So we just got to teach Trey, like, yo, for real, you do have to defend yourself, but some kind of way you can't get on the side where people are now seeing you as the bully, especially now with all of these bully, yeah. um, uh, you know, uh, what is it, legislation and then bully programs at the schools. We do have to teach him, but at the yeah. same time, see, like, you can't be nobody punching Yeah, I don't really worry about him. I mean, Trey, a good kid. I don't worry about him bullying nobody at all. He, You know, he a teddy bear, but he got a little streak in him now when he get mad. Yeah, and I'm not saying yeah. Trey. I know Trey, but I'm saying you have some teachers, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> when he get in the fifth grade, sixth grade, and they see, you know, he's got a little, si- he got a little stock to him. He got a little size <laughs> yeah, no, to him. Does. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying this is whole... You know, swag. Yeah, he so got, you have yeah, some he's teachers. an aggressive kid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, some teachers will see that as, oh, he's aggressive. He's always, no, it's, it's not that. He's going to protect himself. So I'm saying we do have to uh, talk to Trey and prepare him and let him know, yo, this is the school you go to, the world you live in. You got to protect yourself, but you also have teachers or a community that might be looking at you a certain way when you lay hands on folk. So we need to be as diplomatic <laughs> as we possibly can. Let me hear how that conversation goes with a three-year-old. I want to oh, hear man. how that goes. Hey, man. Hey, I'm, is he I'm, only I'm three the way he laying hands? <laughs> is he only three? He laying hands like he five and six. No, he is. No, he's three, man. But I, we, we, we will have, we'll continue. He, so that was Friday, though. Monday, Tuesday, I got two good reports in, in a row. And today when I dropped him off, he said, Dad, we're going for five straight. I said, just give me three, oh, son. There you go. Give me three. Yeah. Oh, give no me doubt. three. I take three. Small. So I'll let y'all know on the podcast how the streak is going. Over deliver. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, real quick, fair file, and then we're going to move on to a couple of topics. I got a couple of things I want to get into um, today. But I, I, I just real quick, because I know last week we had the calendar argument fight, and people said I was foul. Okay, cool. But l- I'm pretty sure I'm did right they, on this did one. They, I didn't see any of that. No, no, no. People, people hit me up. Like, I got a lot okay. of text messages, a lot of emails. Ah, okay, people saying, okay, yo, okay. see, you wrong. you wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. okay, I got it. All right, cool. I'm not tripping. But then, okay, so today, my wife says, hey, you want to go to lunch? I said, cool. We can do lunch. Let me know what time. And then she hit me back and said, oh, we'll, we'll do 11. I said, all right, cool. Well, then she hit me back and said, oh, I can't do it. I got a meeting. So I said, all right, cool. So I'm talking to y'all, and I'm like, y'all want to do the podcast? Bet. We'll do the podcast. So I got everything squared away for y'all to do the podcast. Right as I'm coming up to do the podcast, she's like, let's go to lunch. I got, you know, I rescheduled Mm. the meeting. So I'm like, no, I got to do the podcast now. Like, I'm in the podcast zone. You know how it is when you know you're about to do the podcast. Like, all right, cool. Let's just make it happen. So I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. I scheduled this. And I was like, maybe we can do something tomorrow. So then... But I come in here, put the batteries in the new podcast, my phone dings, and it says, a calendar invite tomorrow <laughs> from 12 to 1. Fair. And I'm saying, whoa. I'm saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Fair. You, you don't know what I got to do tomorrow from 12 to 1. Yeah. Fair. So, it make a difference. So I walk, she's working from home today, so I walk in the office and I say, uh, dear, um, you just sent me a 12 to 1. What's going on? I, you, you, only, you didn't even check with me to see what my schedule was tomorrow. You just sent me a 12 to 1. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, she was kind of on the phone, so she kind of brushed me off. 
So I come up here, I'm about to do the podcast. She walks in right before I'm about to do the podcast. And she says, look, I'm sorry. I should have checked with you to see what time you could do lunch tomorrow. We, we can do it anytime you want tomorrow, as long as it's between 1130 and 1. <laughs> Fair <laughs> fire. Fair fire. Fair. Fair. You, you already know, see, you... Look, Bro, I'm like, nah, yo, I got, we got clients, you, we got projects we're working on, we got to get ready for Chicago. <laughs> I'm like, you are, you are an elite quarterback, all right? You are an elite <laughs> quarterback. You already know that your girl knows and sees you as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, which means you have absolutely nothing to do. You have you, no schedule. That's, right, have right. No, that's real. You have that's nothing. their perspective. I'm mean, just saying, you know our perspective is you're an entrepreneur. Not only are you an entrepreneur, you are probably the highest rank official <laughs> right. in ETA. <laughs> so you don't you can change your schedule whenever you want to, however you want to. So 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 under normal circumstances, it's too much to do that. That's too much. Like you know, a couple, you know, a normal couple, I would say, man, that's foul. Your girl foul. But in this case, especially when you didn't rearrange the 11 boy, when you didn't, she was expecting you to say, let me call Carl and E we and tell them, push let's, push this, let's yeah. push this back a little bit. Y'all talk all day. Y'all can oh, do that no anytime. Oh, no question she did. So I'm, I'm actually proud of Candace <laughs> because I thought you was going to say she said, bump that love, and I do mean little because she'll say, <laughs> bump that little podcast. We need to go out to lunch. So the fact that she gave you 24 hours, stellar, stellar. Mm. So, you, hey, that's enough time, Carl, to rearrange whatever you need absolutely. to rearrange. Let me ask you this, though. What got you upset? See, the, the Google invite or the fact that she uh, picked the time? Which, which one got it's you? It was a compound effect, Carl. It was so, both and. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So, so then I'm going to definitely go even more fear because apparently you didn't communicate last week that the Google calendar didn't work for you. Uh, apparently you didn't have that conversation. Bruh, I had the conversation. I told her, hey, I'm not comfortable with getting Google Calendar invites because I forgot one time to put gas in your car. And then so she didn't even ask me. She just put it on my calendar again. And I'm like, mm. what is she doing? And so, of course, I went straight downstairs. But like I said, I'm not even mad. She was like, oh, she came upstairs with the apology boy. Like, I'm sorry, you're right. I shouldn't have anytime between 1130 and 1 is perfect. So <laughs> and then walk right out and didn't even say nothing. Just walked out. So now I'm oh. stuck in the situation. I might have had something to do tomorrow between 11 and whatever. All right, oh, cool. Not anymore. Follow no, no, again. No, right, I'm yeah, done with the do calendar. We got, I'm yeah, done. We got I, I met with Carl last night. Oh, we got to man. talk to Carl. But I got to ask y'all this, though. Is it fair or foul that Didi is now using fair or foul in my marriage? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's actually using the term fair or foul in our fair marriage. Fair or foul, E.T. on his phone while we trying to watch a show. I already know, uh, Diddy. I promise you. I promise What'd you. What'd she, she say? Give she, us an example. No, yesterday, because she waited to get, she asked me late last night to make bread. And I don't, you know, she don't know if I got all my ingredients or not. She knows it's a two-hour process. But she said <laughs> last night, when I get up in the morning, I want bread. Fair five. <laughs> I was like, fair. You know what I'm saying? Fair. 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 You know what I'm saying? For breakfast? She wanted it for breakfast. Oh. I don't know why. She was just craving um, bread. So, of course, I got up, had to go to Sexton and do a teacher training. I came home immediately. When y'all called me, it was like, are you good for 11? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you had to get I it done sure. before noon, so technically it could still get, be breakfast. I, I promise you, bro. So, so, why, so yesterday, funniest thing, we're going to the success series. And I feel like 
Carl is Usher. These are my confessions. You know what I'm saying? Like the mood changed in the car home. You know what I'm saying? I pick him up and as soon as we start, he got these are my confessions. And I ain't no way we're talking about like, what do you want to confess about? But you know when somebody's talking, it's like they setting you up so when they don't do what they're supposed oh, to no do, doubt. you feel some like empathy for them. So Carl, explain to our viewers the, the challenge oh, man. with the 100 day challenge. I'm having a challenge with the 100 day challenge, y'all. So my 100 day challenge was the six pack. The other one is easy. I'm calling my grandmother, my aunt. They live together. We start we talking a whole lot more. We FaceTiming. Uh, but the, the, the workout boy. So so talking on the phone think. is easier than getting abs. <laughs> so, so no, 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 it's not what you think. No, no. Well, yes, absolutely. But it's not what you think. So I promise y'all, five miles every day. I missed one day last Saturday because my wife said she want to watch a movie. Saturday evening, I was about to go hit the treadmill because I only had like two miles or something. So I was going to finish it up. She's like, I want to watch a movie. I'm like, all right, bet. So I chalked it up. One day out of about 37, I missed. I'm like, all right, good. We have a conversation this week, and my wife says to me, it seems like you have more... How, how do I say it? It seems like the 100 Day Challenge. I don't know where challenge. it's going, but this is, I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, it's, it seems like the 100 Day Challenge has a higher priority than your wife and your kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it's going. Don't, don't, don't. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. She's like, I see you every night religiously going downstairs and you're doing the treadmill. Well, first thing in the morning, you're getting in two or three miles, and then at night, you're doing another two or three. You're uh. super consistent with that, but. I don't see all that necessarily happening with me oh, and the Lord kids. Oh, mercy. And I'm just like, wow. Tell Tamisha her payoff is on the back end when her husband turned into a sex symbol. Oh, you know what that's I'm what I thought, see. But apparently it's, it's a, I, it ain't working. Uh, so I, I'm telling you, the 100 yeah, days has taught me. Yeah, ask about that. I don't, I'm not Whew, far big for me. So, to, so, hey, the, oh, go ahead, E, my bad. I'm just saying, when the 100 day challenge goes wrong. A challenge. A challenge. <laughs> 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 Bro, like imagine if you will, you knocking it out, bro. Oh, you oh, feeling good about yourself. Bro, you drinking you your Organifi. Days. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got everything. Organifi Carl, on deck. Carl do the green and the red, boy. Ooh, he drinking the green, the red. I ain't touching no bread. That's why I've been asking. Yo, is this bread legit? I ain't been eating no bread. I'm trying to shine. I was like, yo, you eating too much. He even said you eating too much rice and that kind of stuff. Potato. Like, you eating too much good stuff. He like, you got to back off of that and balance it out and make sure you get more protein in there. So I'm like, bet. I had stopped eating chicken for like a month and a half. I'm like, bet, I'm going to go all in. Like, this is my commitment. I brought some chicken back. We eating chicken again. I'm trying to hit the salads. Everything, see? I'm doing a three-minute plank, bro. Three-minute plank. Doing oh, yeah. all kinds oh, of stuff. Mm. And my wife is like, uh, about that, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we go, so, yeah. no, the, here's the serious part, Can you though. start a 100-day challenge within the 100-day challenge? Within you the 100-day challenge. I <laughs> got to. It. I got to. So, no, the serious part is anything that you get like locked in on something else is going to have to sacrifice. Mm. And that's the part that, you know, again, we never talked about that and doing something like anything that you get serious on, whether it's school, whether it's family, whether whatever it is, anything that you locking in onto that level and you committing that amount of time to it, something no, else got to no give. No questions asked, bro. You got to give up something. Yep. Something's got to give. It ain't, it ain't rocket science for me though. If I can get the grown man gifts without an app, I'm going to get <laughs> 
I'm just saying, see, it's a winning combination. See, it's a winning combination, bro. You just, what I just heard was you don't even need abs for that. Bad. That's what I just heard. I ain't even tripping on that. I'm not Bad. interested in the five mile, four mile. Oh. I want to watch movies. I want to hang out oh. with you. I'm burning, I'm burning it. I'm burning a hundred day challenge. Bam. Come on. The, I, the, whatever the packet was, I'm burning it in front of her. I'm calling all BU, letting all BU know. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Oh, E.T. E.T. Yeah, I can skip the middleman. Yep, I can skip the middleman. I've been robbing Peter to pay Paul for no reason. Yeah, for no reason at all. I'll be making some kind of adjustment. I don't have a full plan yet, but with my hundred-day challenge, we're going to make some adjustments. Well, give us the plan on next week's podcast. Just give us the plan. Let us know how you all do things. I got you. You know, like us. I got his cap, though, see. He don't, it ain't like he really needed that, you know, the five miles anyway, or the six miles anyway. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know why he was doing right. it in the first place. But, you know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely letting it go right now. I'm talking about let my, I'm burning in front of my wife so she can see. I will never walk another step. No more Without steps. you by my side. Yeah, no, no question. Bro. This is a good problem to have. This is a good problem to have. Yeah. Now, I ain't going to lie though, Carl. I do remember um, just before the 100-day challenge, and mm. I was running a lot, and, you know, five, six miles a day. And I remember Didi was on that same thing, like, yo, it's kid. She like, yo, it's an obsession now. I'm like, it ain't no obsession. I'm trying to stay in shape. She like, no, it's an obsession because, you know, you're not cooking as much or you're not cleaning or things aren't getting done. And it's what you said, Carl. Like, I realized the same thing. There are some things that you cannot get done if you're going to do four things and give them right. your undivided attention. attention, bro. When I went to yeah. Oakwood, I was hurt, bro. I, I I told him last night, not only did I not do the 100-day challenge, now I may, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I, I did about five, six miles here and there, and I did, you know, pull-ups, whatever. But I'm saying I wasn't consistent, consistent. And the biggest challenge was at least two days when I was at Oakwood, I forgot. Like, I was so engaged in the work I was doing at mm. Oakwood that I forgot. And what I realized is, like, you only have so much mental space. So I literally left my phone at home. I didn't even mm. realize I didn't take my phone with me to calculate my my steps and then like you know generally I'll stop and say all right I got a 10 minute break I'll do some push-ups or I got a 10 minute break I'll run to one building back to that bro I wouldn't even own that when I was at Oakwood I forgot about the 100 day challenge so you're talking about time Carl I'm talking about mental space mm. you only have so much storage there's only so much you can get done and so before we go into these like major endeavors we really do need to sit back and ask ourselves Unless you're just lazy and you ain't doing nothing, then yeah, you got time. But somebody like Carl and CJ and myself that already got a hundred million things on our plate, like we got to be real, bro. Do we have enough room on our plate for one or two more things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no question, man. No question. Um, I want to, man, I I wanted to go somewhere and somewhere else, but we spent 30 minutes playing. So um, I'm going to have to cut one of those and save it for next week. Uh, one, you know, it's. I'll be honest. You know, we've been rocking together for a long time, and it's not a whole lot of times where like something shocks or surprises me, or you know, makes me go, "I wonder what." And I did not say anything to E, and I haven't said anything to him until now. And I don't know how deep he wants to go into, um, you know, into it. But as your right hand man for just a long time, I was like, yo, let's just have a, you know, we, first of all, I ain't talked to you a lot this week anyway, but you know, it's been like, I've been like really thinking about it since last week. Like, whoa, it's kind of different. Um, 
and I don't know how you know we can be as delicate as you want with the actual situation um, with Oakwood, but you 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 were back on campus uh, recently, and I want to talk about it, and I want to you know honor you know however you know much privacy you want to keep about it, um, but I'll tell you, okay, some a summary, a loose summary, and then you can you know I, I think you'll you'll be okay with, and then you can tie in whatever you want. There were, let's just say there's an old regime and a newer regime, and you got people who like time-honored traditions, and as you guys probably guessed, he's not the most traditional dude. So no, nothing crazy, no scandals, no nothing. Just hadn't been the, the love that one would hope between um, yourself and your alma mater, right? Like there, there has not been, it hasn't been reciprocated. I don't think you ever lost love for your school and Chris where you Webber. were. Right, right, right. Chris exactly. Weber. Chris Weber. Yeah, where, where, you know, you went to school there, you did great things there, you got a lot of family, friends there, but there may have been some people in power who wasn't necessarily feeling, let's just say, the, the new era swag. Not that you did anything wrong, no crimes committed, nothing crazy, but it just, you know, the old regime was not really feeling you, whatever. And so um, I kind of... I wouldn't say came into that because it's been a while now, but it, I've obviously, you know, we don't talk about it much publicly, but I've known and obviously Carl's known and there's been this um, disconnect, you know, and like I said, I don't want to make it bigger than what it is. I also don't want to be putting no information out that you don't want out. But one of the things, and I actually said it to Candace the other day, we were sitting there talking and I was, it was just on my heart and I was like, yo, let me ask Candace. And she agreed with me. She obviously knows E very well as well. And I said, yo, so, so, Long story short, E, you were back speaking on campus, doing your thing after how many years? I don't know, bro. To be honest with you, I don't know if it was five, six. Like, I, I, I mean, track. maybe longer, right? Like, it, I think maybe, yeah. So let's just say six, seven years um, that you had not been back speaking on campus. And so, like, again, no beef or nothing, but just, you know, one of those things. And so you were back and I could feel just from talking to you and kind of like just I don't know just the vibe you my brother so I, I feel a vibe of like yo you were like really like excited and proud and relieved and like all of these emotions um that I think you know that that kind of like it seemed like you were exuding which was different for me because you never really make anything into a big deal like you're the king of like steady as she goes like you know, he could go speak with Obama tomorrow and like he wouldn't like bug out and be like, oh, my God. Or he would and not that you did that this time, but I did feel like a different oh, no kind of something on you when I talked to you. And when we talked about the situations and I saw you, you know, with the letterman and you posted and I'm like, yo, and here's what's crazy. And I, I guess here's what's crazy. And people like for real, I hope everybody listening. And I know, you know, I'm not trying to get too deep. But when I say like yo, my dad and E like are my heroes. Like I'm trying to show you why E is my hero. And for all of you listening, like here is somebody who I was like, bump them. We, we out here killing the game. Who care about this little raggedy? You know, like, yeah, I'm because I'm going to war for my guy. So I'm, I'm, I got animosity. I'm like, we went down there one time. I was like, yo, I ain't feeling none of these cats. I'm like, yo, how dare y'all? I was so glad that we were winning on a global level so the world could see you and they would have to eat crow, right? Like, man, bump them. You know what I'm saying? Who cares if we go down there? It ain't like they got a big check or nothing. It ain't like it's, you know, you ain't, you ain't talking about, you know, uh, uh, Harvard or nothing. It ain't no great status to be on campus or whatever. 
But I say this, and, and, and Carl, if you want to add anything to it, he has never, not one time, said one cross word about anybody in leadership, anybody at the school. I never heard him say, bump them. I don't want to go back and speak. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't care if they ever have me back. He has always remained open and optimistic about going back. I never said anything to you, but in my mind, I always used to be like, yo, why is he tripping on going back to Oakwood and mending those relationships and, you know, being back on campus and all of that. Like, it's a small, historically black college. And nothing against, you know, nothing against the school. But like I said, it's not Harvard. It's not like, you know, we're about to get some super prestige from it. But there was always something in you that said, yo, I got to do this. I got, at some point, I think you always knew you would go back. And I'll be honest, for me, I would have been like, if I'm speaking to NFL, every college in the world, want me all over me, I would have been like, yo, that's y'all lost, bump y'all. I ain't never got to come back there again. You know, I could have been salty to Chris Webber thing, right? Chris Webber, like, bump Michigan. I ain't coming back for alumni day. I'm not doing any of that. And I'm so proud of you, man. And I'm so, like, I'm still learning from you every day because this weekend, like I said, I had to talk to Candace just because it was on my heart so heavy. And I'm like, yo, wow, he really wanted that moment. And I think you purposed it in your heart a long time ago. And you actually got that moment over these last few days. And so, like I said, I hope you don't mind me sharing some of that. But I wanted to save it and have a genuine conversation on the podcast just about that moment, about what it was like. Because I think you can help some people who have been hurt or who have fractured relationships, who, like, like me, are immature and ready to just throw the whole thing away. Like, okay, you did me dirty. I didn't even do nothing wrong. Okay, bump you. Me and my family, we don't need nothing to do with y'all. But again, man, you show why... You know, character-wise, like I said, I'll follow you to the moon and back. So, Carl, I mean, I don't know if you want to add, you know, to that, you know, whatever, but um, before E jumps in, but I don't know, Carl, do you feel, you feel what, you've been as close to this thing as I have, but, but, and maybe even closer just because you grew up in that community. um, Is what I'm saying making sense to you? Did you have a similar feeling? Do you know what I'm feeling? Oh, 100%. So, so Josh said, a long time ago, and he was re- relating to business. Josh said, business is easy. People are hard. So we're talking about a situation where, and I mean, it's hard. Like you said, I grew up in a church. You know what I mean? We're talking about a situation where it's just a church issue. You know what I'm saying? And church should be easy. Church should be real easy. It's about living good, believing in Jesus. Like, that's all it boils down to. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't mess, don't mess with nobody else. Don't mess up nobody else's life. Do your best. You know what I'm saying? And you believe that, you know, Jesus and God exist. And, you know, just simply find it. But it's easy. But, man, you add people to the picture and the stuff that could happen. And just like you said, see, being a part of it and watching how it went down and not to, we not on that. We ain't try to, you know, bring nothing, no, nobody name or nothing like that. But I'm just letting y'all know, it was just, it was just grimy. Like, it was grimy. There was a lot of, and for those of you that don't know, there were some things that were like blatant attacks on E's character. I don't know if C said it, but that's why C's speaking so strongly about it. Like, there were yeah. attacks I mean, on I E's mean, character. I mean, like, straight fake, like, straight fake, though. Like, yes. not even, like, we, me and Carl sitting right there the whole time. Uh-huh. Like, wait, what? Like, what are they even talking Nothing about? Legitimate. You know Nothing legitimate. Nothing yeah. legitimate. Just straight and, out attacks. I just don't like how this little young whippersnapper is doing things. Right. So he right. needs to be gone. Bottom line. Right, right. And so, and so like I said, it, it is, if anybody's ever been in this situation, and, and like I said, I want to give as much context as we can. You know, if anybody's ever been in a situation where there are, you know, rules and regulations. So let's say, you know, you, you, you at a, like Carl said, a church or a company or whatever, and somebody comes in who's, 
you know, well-received by maybe the young people and everybody, you know, but he's got a different way of doing things. And, you know, but when, you know, the, the old school veterans control all the rules, they don't necessarily want to see somebody coming in who's, you know, got a new flavor or a new swagger. And so, like I said, you know, e, there, there was a time when you, you couldn't, you know, come speak on the campus. So imagine this, guys, you are widely regarded as the number one speaker in the world. We got people from Australia, South Africa, all over the world listening to the podcast, inviting E to speak. He's being honored by dignitaries. He's got his own day in certain cities, just crazy stuff. And your very own school that you went to sends a letter and tells you that you're not welcomed on campus that, to speak Let me add ever. one thing, C, that you, add, that you add, like, you revere so highly, like you credit with school with a part of being who you are. Oh, for sure. That's that what I'm saying. Having. He stay repping Oakwood. Yep. And I'm like, yo, I'm, in my eyes, I'm like, like I said, y'all, I'm immature. I know God got to work with me, all of those things. But I, I used to be telling E, like, E, look where we at, bro. Let that go. Like, we have surpassed them. And I'm and in my mind, Carl, like I said, I don't know if you felt like this, but I'm like, yo, y'all look dumb. You yep. talk about cutting off your nose despite your face, because I will tell you this, when they wrote that letter and did all that foolishness, E wasn't e, the E he is now no, in terms of, yeah, that's real. you know, yep. popular, you yep. know, celebrity and all of that. It, would, it, it was just like, yo, E was dope. He was a great speaker in the community. People loved him and was well regarded, but he was still kind of local. Now you're talking about being an international icon and, yep. of, of sorts, and it's a different feel. And so when we got on and we start winning at a high level, for real, I believe it. For real, revenge, the best uh, revenge is success. success. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so we had gotten to that level. So I, I think, Carl, we've we've talked enough. And like uh, I no. said, yeah, I hope it, you don't e. mind. I know, I know, I'm catching you off guard. And if you don't want to talk about <laughs> it, Carl, just cut the podcast all together. We'll just play the first 30 minutes um, because I did not. You know, the the you know one of the, the the benefits of doing this podcast the way we do it is you guys get to hear raw conversation. And one of the you know maybe um, negatives is you know we may step on toes or, or say things that you know, we haven't talked about yet, but I wanted to make sure y'all got the most raw and honest conversation. E, if I would have had this conversation with you three days ago, we wouldn't have had it in the same vein mm -hmm. as we're having it now. So um, the floor is yours, my man. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know me, man. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say I ever want this to be discussed in public. You know what I'm saying? But I do understand that if a group of people are going to be able to grow from it, then I'm all for it, you know, because at the end of the day, I always tell you, I'm going to die at some point. And what I would hate to happen when people go back and, and look at the true history that, you know, we we sugarcoated it. You know, what I'm saying we didn't we didn't give them the facts, you know, so that they could be fully equipped to make whatever decision they need to make in their own personal life. And, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. It didn't hurt me as much as people would think it hurt me because it wasn't, you know, how do I say it? Even though it was the institution, it wasn't my people, see? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It wasn't my people. Like, it wasn't the David Trophers and the Wayne Buckners, you know, the people that, you know, inspired me. It wasn't Owen Simons, you know what I'm saying? E. Walsh, the Kane brother. It wasn't Mason West and Trey and Irvin, you know, Tina Wright, you know, Carmen Hope. Like, it wasn't those you know, individuals, bro. And I could go on bell tower, you know what I'm saying? I, I could go on and on and on, um, you know, um, but it was what you said, a group of people who, for whatever reason, couldn't appreciate or value new, new innovation, creativity, 
you know, they couldn't accept the fact that, you know, the way we used to run this ship fire, you know what I'm saying? Like my life was changed at Oakwood fired in 1989, but things have changed. You know, the, the baby boomers, that, 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 that generation, you know, generation X and generation Y, you know, the millennials, Shoot, see the millennials getting old. You know what I'm saying? The millennials getting old. They right, got something right. else they coming up with now. You know, and so it's just a new way of doing things. And so I, I understood that their hate, while it was directed toward me, is it's really personal. See, you know, you have to understand when people try to hurt you, it's not always you they're trying to hurt. But what they're saying is that, like, yo, my reign is almost over. You know, like I'm out of style. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not willing to collaborate with the next great power. I'm not willing to co collaborate with the next generation. They still want to, it's people still talking about, um, they text and they don't call. Bro, that, that war is over. You know what I'm saying? We're using phones as computers. That war is over, you know? And, and, and if you don't get with it, you're going to be extinct. So for me, I never really took it personal, even though I knew, and, and everybody wasn't old, see, that, that, that was responsible for this. Don't, don't believe the hype. Everybody wasn't old. There were some people, you know, who I went to school with, you know, there were some people who were my age who had uh, initiated in this process. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm not mad at them. I, I get it, you know, um, but you are not going to make you. I am not going to become you. I will not. I will not become the hate um, that, that you throw. I want to read something real quick. And, you know, again, this ain't, this ain't for those of you who think I'm going with scripture. This ain't scripture, but. Uh, I think, you know, Lauren Hill makes a phenomenal point uh, in her song, Lost One. She says, now, don't you understand, man, universal law? What you throw out comes back to you, star. Right? So she's acknowledging like, yo, we all stars. But if I put out that same hate they put out toward me, yo, I'm going to get that back. You, you, can't, you can't justify, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Retaliation. You can't justify that. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord of hosts. You know what I'm saying? You can't justify going back at, you know, a two for two, eye for an eye. You can't justify that. So I knew that there's this, there's a universal law. What you throw out, it come back to you, star. So I was like, E, you got to be careful what you put out because I learned when I was younger, the world ain't flat. See, it's round. And whatever you put out, it's coming back to you. And, and this is the part that I love. She says, never underestimate those who you scar because karma, karma, karma come back to you hard. You know, never underestimate. Now you might scar somebody and move on with your life, but karma is real. Karma ain't no joke. You call it whatever. I know there's some people listening. Eric, are you, are you literally classifying as karma? I'm, I'm, I'm going with the song. You understand what I'm saying? You reap what you sow. You understand the principle, but here's the part that I love. You can't hold God's people back that long. The chain of Satan wasn't made that strong. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? The chain of Satan. And I knew those people that was hating on me. The chain of Satan ain't made that strong. You can't hold me back. You can't hold this passion, this fire, this love, this commitment that I make to people. You can't, you can't hold that back. You, you, you not that strong. The, the, the power of Satan ain't that strong. It's not going, you are not going to be able to hold me back. So I always knew, E, keep your dignity, E. Because one day, everything, everything you do in the dark come to the light. Everything. And so when it comes back, I just wanted to come back like, yo, that wasn't on me. That was on them because what C said, and y'all have to understand what was so deep about it. I wouldn't come back to Oakwood and people used to think that I was like, oh, he think he big time. Oh, he can't come back. And the reason why I never told him why I couldn't come back 
is because I would have to expose the people that harmed me. And I didn't want to expose them. I didn't want to expose them. I didn't, I didn't want them to look bad. I didn't want people calling their name. I say, I can't believe you did eat like this. I can't believe because like C said, the way he felt, I knew that there was other people that was down for me that would be pissed. And I didn't want them to be pissed at our university. So I took the hit. Like, oh, okay, yep, yep, you're right. I did something wrong. Yep, I can't come back on camera. Yep, whatever. <laughs> but I just left it alone. And, my, and I never forget going to my wife and Chuck, like, yo, this is killing me. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, yo, no disrespect, but I'm in colleges all over the world. And I'm giving kids um, uh, scholarships and I'm blessing kids with jobs. And I'm praying with kids and I'm listening to, to, the, to the cries of these kids and I'm putting them in a better position by the grace of God. And I can't get back to my own. Like it hurt. Like, yo, I'm like, here's a grown. And when C talk about my anger, that's why I get pissed. That's why you see me go green. Because it's like, yo, who are you as a man to stop me from my God-given calling? Like, who are you? Like, just because you got a pen and a pad? Who are you that you, I'm not doing nothing wrong. But because you sit on a board, you, you know what I'm saying? And you're supposed to be on the board to help the institution, not use your power to do what you want to do, but you're supposed to be uplifting it. And here I am, somebody that has the power to come to the university and help the mission of the university. We're not even talking about give money on alumni. I have the, I have the power and the influence to be able to push the agenda of this, uni, this university forward. And, and I'm being held back because of jealousy or envy or misunderstanding. It's like, yo, God, this can't be real. And I cried many a days and I, 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 reaped, I, I reached out to my wife and Chuck and they both was like, blah, check this out. E, they can't stop you. They can this, they can't, you can't go on campus, but they hear you on YouTube. E, they know who you are. They listening to the podcast. They listening to the mixtapes. They read your books. They, they can't hold you. The chain of Satan wasn't made that strong. And I'm telling you, when I got on campus, bruh, shout out to my boy, David Richardson. If you ever read the book, there was a confrontation I got into and I talk about how my boy went in the calf with me and single handedly, you know, walked me in and we got we, we sat down with the dudes that was whatever trying to, you know, create some tension. And I, I take ownership of what I did wrong coming to Oakwood with a different, you know, in a wrong mindset. But my boy came on that campus and shut them down like don't nobody want this. That's my dude. Don't nobody want this, man. And we've been like brothers ever since. And he just recently left the job where he was like a vice president for a university and came back home to help serve the president. And his first agenda was ET need to be on campus. It ain't no questions. We ain't we ain't contemplate. We ain't meeting no board. We ain't doing none of that. ET, tell me when you can come and ET on campus. So, man, my boy Dave, man, I, I would love him. I already gonna love him for life. But after this move he made, man, to, to let me get home, and you did see the happiness, and you did see the, 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 the glee, and I was like a little kid in the candy store because I was home. You know, I went back to the place that first turned this boy into a man, you know, and helped me mature, where I married my wife, where I learned my profession, you know what I'm saying, where the world, Michigan State got introduced to me from Oakwood, you know, so uh, I, I told my wife, if this plane crash, you know what I'm saying? If this plane crash, or I don't make it back home, I know God got to look at me and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Well done. I know all them kids that I blessed, we took kids grocery shopping, you know, we put money on their cash apps, you know, we blessed kids, man, and, you know, and 
man, went and ate with kids, man. And I just, I just said, God, if this is my last shot at Oakwood, make it, make it. You know, all I could think about, man, was Denzel Washington in the, um, 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 what was the movie, guys? Um, remember the Titans. Remember the scene, see, where the, the refs is just blatantly cheating. Just blatantly cheating, see. Blatantly. It's obvious that they try and take the championship away from these kids, man, who worked so hard. All I could think about was Denzel in that movie, and when he pulled them all together and said, look, I can't control the refs, but y'all play today, and may they ever remember the Titans. And I went to Oakwood on that Tuesday, and my last gig was Chapel, and I said, God, if I never make it back to Oakwood, may they ever remember that Eric Thomas was a student here and that this is the place that birthed you know, E.T., the hip-hop preacher, bro. So it was a phenomenal, phenomenal experience. And one of the um, student leaders said to me, blew my mind, man, because I've been asking God, like, yo, why haven't you given me the opportunity, you know, as a, as a Ph.D. Uh, recipient to do a graduation? And I think this is why she said, we would love to have you do your commencement here. And mm. it'll be my first commencement will be at home, you know. So I hope uh, if it doesn't happen, I'm not tripping. But if it did happen, man, it'll be like, it'll be the best book I ever wrote. Hmm. The best chapter of a book I ever wrote in my life. Man. And I'm sitting over here getting choked up. Yeah. Um, you know, please, okay, for the record, nobody ever asked me again why I'm down to be ease number two. Let's please. just let that question <laughs> die please. forever. I'll be number um, 40. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so, man, I don't even know where to go. You know, usually I, I'm, I'm able to transition things, but that was, um, that's powerful, man. And I think... Like I said, you know, to 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 operate at that level of integrity, even when and, and okay, so I do know where I want to go. You said something earlier and I forgot, but I'm, let me come back to it. You said, you know, karma comes back around. I agree. And here's the thing: I wasn't t necessarily saying you needed to dog nobody out. I wasn't saying you needed to, you know, go off on them. That's all you can do, though. See, you know what I'm saying? There ain't no middle ground. You 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 either hold your peace or you go to blank off. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no middle ground. Yeah, no, no, no. And I get that. I, and I'm saying holding your peace, but I'm saying why, like, I don't know. It seemed like you could have been a little more dismissive without being necessarily nasty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have been like, yo, I'm yep. not tripping. If I don't ever go back, I'm good. You know, I knew I didn't do anything wrong. And so that, like you said, is an institutional thing. If they don't want me back, they don't want me back. But it was so important to you. And I guess you did explain why. But I'm just sitting here, you know, my own self, like, I, like you know, I'm, I'm saying like, yo, you, you dating a 10. You know what I'm saying? And a two coming back, even though you used to be cool, then she did you wrong. It's like, boo, I'm 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 bigger and badder now. And you know, you never um, you know, displayed that character, man. I think it's just amazing, man. And like I said, I was happy for you because Carl, you know, he can go to speak with the Yankees or you know, the Los Angeles Lakers. He ain't hardly sent no pics. He ain't said nothing. You ask him how it went, he'd be like, Oh, it was good. I'll holler that Kobe real quick. It was cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing. But you know, the way in which you were calling me over the weekend, like, oh, we did this, and I, heard, you know, I could hear people in the background showing you love, and it was just a different, a, a different E than I was used to seeing. And so when I had that conversation with Candace, I was like, yo, does that seem weird to you that E's like? She was like, yeah, it does, low key, because that's not like even if you were back, because let's be for real, most people, <laughs> not at the very least, Carl. If you go back, you about to try to act like it ain't that deep. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. man, I'm back, yeah, whatever. whatever. You know, it was yeah. cool. Yeah, it was straight. I was there for a day, spoke, whatever, got up out of there. Just to try to hold some pride. Like, yo, they did me wrong. I'm going to, you know, stick it to them a little bit. But um, you opened all the way up on that thing, man. And so I guess 
Was, was there any? Um, I, the kids already know. I already the students at the students at Ogle have been signing petitions for years to get E on campus. You can imagine your most you know famous now alum probably or one of the top most famous alums from there. Um, you know, is the best speaker in the world. You can't even get him on campus. So the kids there have been signing petitions and trying to get him on campus forever. But what was what was that part of it like? What, what was the students' reaction to seeing you there? I, I, I assume most of them probably don't even really know about the drama. Maybe some of them do. The older students who had you know tried to get you on campus. But uh, what was the reception like from the students? Um, I know your friends were obviously geeked to see you, but the, were the students shocked to see you? Did they know you were coming? How was it? I know it was packed everywhere you went because I saw pictures, but what, what was it? Yeah, you what know, was it like? Yeah, you know, I'm glad you're asking me this, see, because I, I would have, um, you know, I would have, I would have, you know, I'm not going to say dismiss it, but, you know, we would have archived it in our heart. But I think the biggest PC, you know how when we do ETA, and, it, you know, for real, we not, I ain't throwing no shade. So a lot of people listen to us and they take everything face value. Listen to what I'm telling you. You know when we do conferences and stuff, Dee Dee loves me. She love us. But you know Dee ain't really like, you know what I'm saying? Dee ain't really like at no stay ready conference the whole time like that. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, Dee Dee was, man, I ain't never seen my girl this happy in my life, mm. bruh. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, wow. I mean, every move I made, Dee Dee was there and it was just like, this is our school. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where we got married, you know, where D became a nurse. Like, this was, it was like ours. And I'm not used to that with D. Like, D be like, yo, go do your thing. I got your back. You need me, call me. But this one, I'm like, yo, I got to be there at nine. She like, all right, I'm getting dressed. I'll, I'll be ready. You know, and we go to nine o'clock at night. And you could see the MS was, and the fatigue was hitting her. And she like, all right, come on, hurry up. But okay, this kid want to meet with you right here. All right, come on, hurry up. But they want to take a pick, you know. And I had a group of kids who were from Detroit, uh, who were non-traditional students who got into Oakwood because of Tucson. And you know, they've been coming to our church, and we've sponsored them or whatever, you know. And um, they were there, and I met with them at the bell tower, and we talked about, look, don't come home from the summer, y'all from the east side of Detroit. I hate to say it, but it's kids like y'all. If you remember Boys in the Hood. It's like kids like y'all who are good kids. You come right, back right. home and you get shot and you get shot mm -hmm. or something. You know what I'm saying? I was like, do not come home. Y'all need a tutor. You know, meet this person. Make my boy date. And man, I promise you, we had a phenomenal meeting. Put some money on their account. And as, and as we were about to leave, Diddy was like, y'all need toiletries? And it was like, bro, she was treating them like they was Jalen. Hmm. And, I, and I was just so geek because I was like, yo, why didn't I think of that? You know, they, they, these kids don't come from, you know, traditional two-parent backgrounds. Like, why didn't I think of that? You know, and so it wasn't like Diddy was like, like Diddy was like, y'all need toiletries? Y'all need this? Y'all need that? And they was like, yes, ma'am. And Diddy was like, yo, we're going to, we go to Walmart. She said, do me a favor. When we get to Walmart, do not play. Get whatever you need. Whatever right. you need, get it. Don't be on no, it costs too much. Get what you need, right? And to see my girl... Treat them like it's Jay. Now, I already know how much love she showed Boog. You know what I'm saying? How much love she showed Jada. But to show these kids love as if they are Jalen and Jada. You know, right, as, right. as if she was their mom. That, you know, that that maternal, you know, hmm. thing kicked in. You know, and, and so it would be one thing for her to say that, see, and then cash them out. Bro, let me tell y'all how good God is, bro. We counted the heads and we was like, yo, we got a car. We ain't get a truck. 
So I was like, I'm going to go get my boy Dave Richardson uh, truck real quick. And so Didi was like, all right, Dave, I'm going to come get your truck. And then E, you take the car. And on our way, on everything I love, on our way to go get my car, to take her to get Dave's car, we see Dave's assistant, and he got an Oakwood College like Sprinter van. Mm. And we like, yo, bruh, can we get that? And he was like, not this one, but we got one just like <laughs> it. I can get you the keys to that one. So he took us and got us the keys to that 15 passenger. Wow. We picked the shorties up. I'm on the prayer line, so I can't really, you know, whatever. Why did he take them in and walk them like all wow. of them and walk them in and got their stuff with them? Like didn't just send them in like on that motherly stuff, walked them in, took them to each whatever. And I remember one little kid got in line was disappointed. He was like, man, I couldn't find a baby powder. And did he call me like stay in line with them? I'm about to go get the baby powder. Mm. And I just was like, yo, God, like, you know, I, you know, man, I ain't no, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I. I respect my wife. You 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 reserve the right. She won six Super Bowls. You, you know what I'm saying? You you want to play just the fourth quarter? I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? You want to come in, come <laughs> in whenever you want to come in. Ain't nobody tripping. But Oakwood, she never said it was too much, bro. She was at everything. We went to nostalgic boy. She wanted to go to the calf. I, I mean to the uh, market and grab a. A, a fry pad. I'm like, boo, that stuff is disgusting. Why would you want to get it? Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, we got bread now. I can take you to the hospital. You know Literally and figuratively. You know what I'm I got bread, boo. You know what I'm saying? But she wanted to go on campus or whatever. Then she took Lee Lamb's son, all his boys, Shannon and Shirley's kid. She took, um, man, she just took uh, my girl Siobhan, uh, who was in virtue, took her daughter out. She took Kale. Out, you know, you know, I didn't even know Kale was coming. Took Kale out. They all brought their friends. You know, they in college, so they don't come along. They all brought their friends, and man, we went to one of the nicer restaurants once again. Diddy, like, don't play. Not only can you eat, if you want to get, I remember being a college student. If you want to supersize it, she no, said, no if you want to get, if you want to get something to go, get something to go, wow. get dessert. You know, and so man, see, it felt so good to be able to, you know, Pucky son. Uh, yeah, but we you got you, you got to talk about. I, I guess there was a moment, you know, and you told me, and this is when I knew I was like, okay, yeah, no, nah, this is special to eat. And I'm, I'm almost, you know, sick. I didn't get to witness it, but you know, now it sounds like it was, you know, per perfect situation with you and D on the solo kind of. But I, you know, I would have loved to have been there. I'm, I'm sure I'll catch the next one. But you said there was a moment where again the old regime new regime thing came in mm -hmm. and you were about to speak and you had took your hat off because you, you know you were like oh i'm on campus i'm about to do this thing and you kind of felt that old spirit but i won't steal too much of your thunder but tell that story and just kind of how that was like the full circle well you, you know much respect man you know if, if there if there was one thing i remember having as a kid you know how you know, okay, I could play an instrument or I know I'm going to be able to play football or basketball. I, I knew when I was a kid, I had a gift of, you know, hospitality and respect. I remember I walk in the building, take my hat off. I've been, unfortunately, I don't know how it happened, but been wearing a hat since I was a shorty. Um, and I guess I do because of hip hop. All of the fat boys, you know, Run DMC, UTFO, everybody, you know, for whatever reason in that era just was sporting different kind of hats. And so I walk in the building, take my hat off. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And the level of revere that they used to give me, you know, it was just like, yo, this teenager got mad respect. So for me, that's been one of my, you know, hallmarks, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like my ability 
to respect my elders, you know what I'm saying? And to know my place. Like, yo, here are the boundaries. You don't cross these boundaries. So here's Oakwood. And I told you, I had just, man, spent so much time with the, the, the seed, see, of people who meant so much to me. And now here I am with their kids, being able to be a blessing to their kids. And so um, Lee Lamb, I called Lee Lamb that morning or the night before and said, Lee, I need you to cut me up. You know what I'm saying? Let me get that fresh fade. High fade me, military boy me out. I'm looking at, okay, I need to wear my Kohans, not my J's, see? You know, because the Kohans are comfortable, but they still have more of, the, um, the, more of the corporate feel. Let me get a dark black jean and a nice little polo shirt, you know? And my boy Dave Richardson hit me and was like, yo, E, bro, I hope you don't plan on coming any way other than how these kids know you, the hip-hop preacher. And I was mm. like, but Dave, bro, this church, bro. He's like, no, nah, this ain't church, this chapel. These, these kids chapel. They don't have a facility big enough for these kids. This is, this, is, uh, this is where we have them right now. I apologize. I need full-blown ET. Hat, gym <laughs> shoes, T-shirt. I need it all. Don't mess these kids up. And I must confess to those of you who watch me and believe that I have confidence, I do. But I still struggle in some areas, you know. And I've always struggled with, you know, uh, revering and honor those conservative people in our faith and not wanting to make them think that I'm disrespectful, you know what I'm saying, to, to this community that made me who I am or responsible for taking me, you know, to that level of maturity, you know. And so I didn't want, they were in the building, some of my professors that knew me, you understand what I'm saying? Some of the, my mentors were in the building who are very conservative, you know, and who believe in certain boundaries, et cetera. And I didn't, I didn't want to disrespect them. But David says something to me that C's been saying for a long time, and I guess for me, it's like, yo, I believe, see, I understand what he's saying. I'm going to try my hardest to do it. But David being older than me, David's 49, David being older than me, and I knew he grew up in this community, he said to me, why are you even worried about them? Who are you here for? And when he said that, it was, the scales came off my eyes. It wasn't even about Oakwood. It was about, yo, there's still 10, 15% of ET that he reserves because he's trying to make everybody happy. And I walked in that church that day saying to myself, it's over, it's over. I will only concern myself with the people who I need to concern myself with. I will not concern myself with haters anymore, people who don't understand my calling or my mission or my vision anymore. I won't, I won't give them my attention. I will only give my attention to the people who I've called who I've been called to minister to in this generation, in this age. That's it. I'm not focusing on nobody else. And I went in there, and I'm not going to lie, Carl, the first 10, 15 minutes, it was very oh, uncomfortable sure. when people was coming up to me. I got the hat on in church. I'm seeing the president come in, his lovely wife. You know what I'm saying? I, they, they brought in, Carl, they brought in a dignitary from Africa. Ooh. My man's stupid concerned. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm that's like, another oh, level he, of conservative. You didn't, you, you didn't pick the worst day. <laughs> the band has been reimposed. Oh, oh, the band is back. The band is back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a short list. It was a short list. <laughs> start writing the obituary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, man, I got up, though, man. Uh, I got comfortable. And I'm going to tell you what happened. Didi was sitting. You know, just like, just like we were when we was 18, 19. She was sitting right there with me in church, and she looked at me. She didn't say nothing. She saw me with the hat on. She heard what Dave said, and Dee is conservative too. And she looked at me with, like, yo, I love you, 
do you. Like, don't, don't. And she said it before we walked in the church. She's like, don't do me like that. Like, don't give me that 60, 70, 80% thing you do sometimes when you're thinking about them. And she's like, these kids deserve, a, they deserve that, that dog, that dog you got. They deserve that. You go in there and give them that. I know it's going to be streamed and you're going to have haters watching. You're going to have people that don't support you watching. People are going to have something to say. But I, I felt in my spirit, did he look at me and say, as your wife, I give you permission. Mm. Remember the, may they remember the Titans. May they remember the Titans. We don't know what's going to happen after this. We're not 100% sure. But right after I did it, see, right after I did it, and y'all can appreciate this. See, you played football. You could definitely appreciate this. It was when I finished, see, doing everything, all the speaking, all the one-on-ones, all the questions, taking kids out to eat shop. I did all of that. And then the coach, I met with this basketball team as well, and the coach came up to me just as I was leaving, the night before I was leaving, and he came up to me and gave me the Letterman jacket, see? Mm. And you know, you know what the Letterman jacket means, see? You know what the mm. Letterman jacket means, yeah. see? Everybody on campus ain't wearing a Letterman jacket, see? You understand what that means. That's, that's, that, that jacket is reserved, you know, mm. for a select group of people. And when I put the jacket on, he said, E, see if you can fit it. And I put on, I said, double X. I'm like, bro, I ain't, I'm definitely not in a double X. But I put it on and <laughs> being in watching the NC State video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah right, 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 right. Or they don't got no short basketball players. You know what I'm saying? They, the, the, the Letterman jacket ain't for a dude in a large, you know. And I put the jacket on and I felt so much pride, man. Hmm. And I felt like that was God saying to me, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You know, you did it. You didn't, you didn't act funny style. In those years that you were banned, mm. you didn't act a fool. You kept your composure, and I'm proud of you. And, 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 and let me say this, because I just have to be honest. God said to me, you will have an authority, and you will have an influence on that university in a way that even presidents to come won't have for being faithful to me. Now, I need you to, be, I need you to go back there. You don't, you don't ever have to physically go back. Like, I will physically go back. But you don't ever have to go physically back, but the gate has been open to help these kids to get the exposure they need, you know, to, to the working class. And then after I left, I got a couple calls of some stuff that was on my mind that I want to do for these kids. Some people called me and was like, yo, E, are you interested in? Yo, E, can we help you do this? Yo, E, you know anybody was? And I was like, yep, that's that shooting star. That's that sign. So, yeah, see, I don't, I don't have enough time to talk about the experience, but what a, oh, what, oh, what a night. Oh, what a night, bro. Yeah. Oh, what a night. Yeah, well, let me just say, man, I'm proud of you, man, and thank for you sure. for being an example, bro, oh. because uh, it ain't many like you, you know, and like I said, that was, you know, it was just, uh, yeah, it was another lesson for me, man, when I was listening to you. I almost felt bad, Carl, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, no, wow. that's real. Like, yeah. You know, it came full circle, and I'm like, wow, that's why he wasn't tripping. Like, he knew this moment would come, he knew this experience would come, and again, you know, placed um, you know, the highest order on others and not himself. And so, yeah, no, nah, man, just thank you for being an example. And let me tell y'all something, man. I, like I said, I don't, I don't reserve nothing when, when I say, you know, E is the best in the world. And, you know, I know a lot of you listening probably think that because you probably wouldn't be listening if you, you know, didn't have the same type of admiration and respect. But let me just say this, and Carl knows, we've met a lot of people in this industry we met a lot of people who do, you know, uh, similar things to what we do and, you know, things like that. And like I said, man, E all day 
um, is who he says he is. And I love this podcast because I think you guys get a chance to see. You know, people want to know, like, is it real? Is he really like that? Is You know what I mean? And um, it's just an honor and a privilege for me to be able to say, like, yo, up and down, through and through, probably even more so than what you think with the humility, you know, um, the love and, and, and respect for others and, you know, never taking anybody for, for granted, taking advantage of anybody, like those kind of things, man. And you don't see that in our industry, man. You get behind the curtain sometimes and, you know, the Wizard of Oz is just some crazy looking dude talking into a speakerphone. Mm. And, um, mm. you know, it's, it's real, you know, mm. and so... I'm just, you know, I'm grateful, man, to, to even, you know, be, uh, you know, a part of this thing with you. And, um, you know, I appreciate part you of history, me see. to a higher standard. Yeah. You know hey, call I mean? it what it is, see, a part of history. It is. I, it I'll really is. And, and like right I said, now, that's why bro. I don't make no bones about it, bro. Like, if people talk about whoever they want. I'm like, yo, this is, um, you know, it's real, man. So, again, man, thank you for that. Just yeah, awesome, yeah, yeah, awesome yeah, let me stuff, say this, so. though, man. And this, and this is to those of you who are listening, you know what I'm saying, who... You, it's a balance, man. You know what I'm saying? We talk about that balance scale. And um, I, I liken, you know, Carl and, um, and C. And it's so funny. You'll have people in the organization who are like, you know, I want to be on their level. And I'm like, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I definitely understand what you're saying. But you have to understand it's not a title or position. It's like, yo, Carl said it from this book, Money and Experience. And so there's just some things that we've experienced, man. And that's why I'm so grateful that God knew that I couldn't go through what I went through. Uh, and we're not going to go there, but just whatever I've had to endure because of people who don't like my style or people who have made up in their mind that they're going to come after me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's their life's work, you know, that they're going to try to destroy me. It makes it so much easier, man, when you're surrounded with, you know, people like C and Carl. And I don't know that I could have gotten through some of this stuff you know, without their support, without, um, you know, C's wisdom, you know, like he's younger than me, but, you know, Carl tell you his wisdom is, you oh, know, some man. of the stuff that he tells you to do or think about, it's just unbelievable. And then Carl's level of support, just kind of being in the trenches with you, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of y'all look at Carl, like he quiet, you don't say a lot. He don't, but like, if you in the trenches, like you in a foxhole, he in the foxhole with you, you know what I'm saying? Like he right there, you know what I'm saying? With the gun cocked, and just like, okay, I'm not 100% sure what we about to do, but we gonna, I'm, I'm here, you know, to do it with you. You know what I'm saying? And that just makes it so much easy. And, I, 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 you know, when I was watching the NBA and all the little stuff that was going on, I was so happy for LeBron. You know, you could see it, man. You could see LeBron uh, with D-Wade sitting on that bench with him, you know, and you could just see it, bro. Like, no disrespect to, you know, the championship they won with the fellas, Kyrie and all, whatever. But it was more of a, it was business. You know what I'm saying? People was handling their business. They professionals. They did what professionals do. But when you saw LeBron and Wade on that bench together, I just saw C, you know, and Carl, you got J.R. Smith. Like, I just saw, like, that's us. You know what I'm saying? Like, beyond business, bro, we brothers. Beyond business, we going to war together. And so it just makes it easier, man. I just feel like had I had to go through that alone, that probably would have broke me. But because I had to go through it with them, they take a lot of the weight off of me. And, and, and let's focus on mixtapes. Let's focus on speaking. Let's focus on... So it's not like, you know, y'all make it... I don't want people to think I'm this super strong dude because I'm not. 
But while the hate is going on, it makes it so much easier, bro, when you're writing books, when you start in universities. You know what I'm saying? When you travel in Australia, you're in London and Poland. It's just like, yo, you're so active and you, you're grinding and you're making your dreams become a reality. My kids got put through school because of them. You know what I'm saying? My wife retired because of them. So it just makes it easier for me to just concentrate on what I'm supposed to concentrate on. So for those of you who are like, yo, E, how do you do it? I can't do it. It's probably because you're doing it alone. You know, it's probably because the people you're around are draining you, sucking the life out of you. So you got people who are, wish your demise, hating on you. Then the people who's supposed to be helping you, they draining you. They sucking the doggone life out of you. So you can't catch a break. So yeah, I might have had people shooting at me, bro. I might have had. I don't know. Because all I know was, as I was running and doing my thing, they had my cover. Like, just go. Bop, bop, bop. So just see a movie where my man, he behind a wall, and then he started running. They're like, I got your cover. Don't worry about it. Go. So I'm running, doing my thing, knowing that I'm my back, my side, my front. Everything is covered, bro. Everything. ETA. Chuck, everybody, Lashana, everybody, Tay now, Jamal, you know what I'm saying? These individuals got my back, you know, and hopefully with these young guns we just hired in years to come, they will also have our back, you know what I'm saying? My wife, you know, so yeah, y'all, man, I appreciate y'all, and I don't want to undervalue what you guys have meant to me getting through all of this, and uh, like I said, I hate you couldn't be there, but y'all know wherever I am, you know what I'm saying, y'all are, but um, to at least have Didi there where it all started, uh, was man was just unbelievable. Yeah, and I don't even want to say it because I know we could get another hour out of this and we got work to do. But you know, I'm just thinking about how important it was for you to forgive your father. And I wondered if you mm, never yeah. forgave your father, would you what have would that been able like? to go back and experience that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's like as you talking, I'm just putting the pieces together. Like wow, like you you truly healed from from forgiving your father, and so now it's like, yo, you you if you can absolve him from that, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. somebody you don't even really know nearly as much, who not even a family member, you you know, you can definitely forgive them. And so just putting the pieces together, but again, man, proud of you, love you, man. And um, yeah, keep keep showing us Oof. the way, bro. Keep showing us the way. Um, Carl, can you tell us about our sponsor this week, please? Oh, man, please. <laughs> there is, there's no here. segue to this no, week. No I, segue, I, I know y'all. I'm the segue kid, yeah, no. but we passed our time, and, and I wanted to make sure we got that. I, I feel relieved because I've been like holding it in for a couple of days, really wanted to talk to you about it, and oh. I, we finally got it off our chest. But um, tell the people why they were able to hear that incredible story. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. We have been... I mean, faithfully, they just sent us a new stash. Organifi, y'all, the green deuce, juice, the red juice. So I'm not going to go into super details. We had Sean on. Y'all go back and listen to Sean's podcast where he talked about the micronutrients and what it's doing for you. But let me just let y'all know, we feel better, point blank. Like, I, there's way more energy in my day. Like, I'm, I'm hitting it three times a day. Um, and I'm telling you, man, like, I just feel way more energetic, like, um, getting up earlier. Yeah, I, I, I hit it at like four. I've been trying to get up. Yeah, I hit like four. I forgot what time it was, but it was before five. I'm trying to do five consistently, but it was before five this morning. And I'm just telling y'all, man, the Organifi is real. I got a couple of people that hit me up like, yo, can we get some? I want to try it first. I want to buy. I was like, come to the house. I'm letting yeah. them have it. See, and Royce came by yeah. the other day and took a whole a whole bottle. I, I wasn't even looking. Royce <laughs> grabbed a whole bottle of that joint. But no, man, yeah. we're getting all our BU. How many times a day it? you doing it? Three, three. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah, me too. 
Yep, I want to make sure. Yeah, I'm I'm getting mine in. And plus, you know, it forces you to just drink more water and more, stuff. I, I was mix just gonna my say the water. water yep. I know you can go milk. I know you can go, you know, coconut milk or whatever they say. Yep. But I'm doing mine with straight water, but the definitely water feeling boy. better, man. So go check us out, man. Organifi.com. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Promo code success. All right, go check it out again, man. Organifi.com. Promo code success. And shout out to them, man. You guys, you know th- how this know how this thing works. You know they're they're sponsored to us, man. They've been good to us. Um, great products, and we like to endorse what we actually use and what we actually uh-huh. do. So. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I got a few questions here, but actually, I don't know if we got time. What do y'all think? Y'all got time for a few questions? Um, e, or you got to go? Uh, Didi ain't here, so I don't know when she's coming back. That's okay, I had a 1 o'clock, and it's 107. <laughs> right. Let's take two right. questions. Ooh, um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Paul in Cape Town, CJ, what in your mind separates ET from the other speakers? Please refer to Listen the last Listen to this hour last hour, right. No, no. <laughs> um, let's see. Amanda in Dallas said, hey, guys, love the podcast. Quick question. Are there any shows your wife, your wives make you watch that you hate? Oh, yeah. Keep up oh, the great man. work. Yeah. Tyler any Perry, shows? I love you. Tyler Perry, I love you. You know, I, you know, you my man, 50 grand. I promise you, bro, you've been such an inspiration to my life. But the have and have nots, okay? Uh. And I know exactly what you're doing. I commend you and Oprah. Phenomenal job. But my wife make me watch the have and have not. And here's the deal. See, this is what's so funny. This is why I owe Tyler Perry a butt whipping right here. Because what he did was, <laughs> he, he, he did the have and the have nots from 9 to 10. And so this is the the season is you know off right now you know what I'm saying so what happens is he has something called love your neighbor next door or something and so now just because Didi used to watching it from nine to ten mm, on she got to keep that going so now we gotta now uh-huh. we watching that well she was like she don't even she didn't even originally like that one you know what I'm saying <laughs> wow. she didn't really like that one she was like that wasn't even B that was C minus and now we watching that on the rig bruh. so. Yeah, that, those are mine. That, that's mine. Girl. Hey, I used to, and I'll, I'll admit, at the beginning I was cool with it. Um, HGTV on a whole. Like that oh, whole channel. You Love it or both, list bro. it. The whole, at first I was like, yo, this oh. kind of cool. Like a unique way of going about yeah, looking like at the housing market. That all yeah, that. no. But no, no, no. After, I'm talking about that's the only channel Tamisha turned no. the TV on to now. No. Like I'm talking about the only something. channel, bro. That you, Carl, you just hit my, I can't stand them shows. I'm not going to lie to you. How, how, my least favorite is House Hunters. Because I'm so, yep. t- I don't understand yep. it. You know what I'm saying? Lady, come on. I'm a school teacher. He's a janitor. Yep. Our budget is 922000 I'm like, what in and the we devil? we live in the city. And I'm I like, be able to walk to work. Hi, you a school teacher. He a janitor. How y'all got a $900,000 budget in San Francisco? You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It just ain't real, uh-huh. bro. I'm like, what in the devil? So, yeah, no, that's mine as well. Um, I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't do it no more. Although we haven't watched it in a long time, but we do have a couple shows that we watch together that we both enjoy. Um, man, I just can't keep up with this stuff, man. So I, and I want much. to. I watched Walking yeah, Dead for a little much. while, but my girl was like, "Nope, this is too much for me. I can't walk watch it anymore." So I ain't watched that in forever. But we do watch Suits, and we watch Blackish, and those are like the two shows that we mm. watch. So, um, yeah, we don't have to watch many shows that I don't like. Uh, my 600 pound life. Oh, I don't know oh yeah, yeah, I forgot you watched uh, that. Foolish oh, yeah, thing. I saw it uh, once I'm or twice, about. and I, I mean, it's the same uh, episode every week. It's the same thing, it's just a different <laughs> character. Everybody <laughs> chunks, same script, script, different <laughs> cat. Everybody chunks. I like will say eat. this, though. You watch them shows, it will make you want to go work out. Uh, you like, sure. Okay, I'm going to get this treadmill. No, no, can I say this? I ain't trying to be funny, like, 
much respect to all of them and what they're trying to do in terms of, you know, unfortunately they have a different type of addiction and probably maybe even a different metabolism. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get into that. Uh, see, but I just feel like some people got blessed metabolism. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. They eat, <laughs> eat just as much I as I can't I'm, stand them little skinny heifers either. Yeah, it just don't, you know what I'm saying? You know what but I, mean? I will say this though. It, it, man, when I look at some of the stuff that they eat, I'm like, okay, I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when I see them eating fried chicken and a big bowl of macaroni and cheese, I'm like, I'm good on the macaroni and cheese this week. You know what I'm saying? I don't say it last, it's gonna last forever, see, but at least for, for now while I'm watching the show, I'm just like, wow, no, E, this is how you get to that level. Yeah. Like, this is how you get out yeah. of control. So, yeah, bro. Yeah. And this is how you're lying on your shirt, start roaring. I'm talking <laughs> about roaring, see? I'm talking, be smooth. That boy, E, start getting uh, chunky. That boy, Carl, looked at him and said, hey, your shirt got a little extra roar this week, E. Roar. <laughs> Hey, no. hey Carl will tripping. let you know when you're putting on a couple. Yeah, That's Carl saying, rolling the company to let you know when you're slipping uh, on your workout. I, I wasn't even tripping that he said it. I looked down and felt the rule. <laughs> and was like, okay, hey, yeah. Hey, y'all ever yeah. seen the, 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 the thing with the, the cat, the little cat looking in the mirror? That's what E-shirt was. It was the cat at first. But when yeah. he hey, put that boy on. Hey, you got to tame that thing. Hey, and then when somebody triple framed my gut in the NCC state boy, I said, Said that they triple frame my gut. He was <laughs> you know he hit it the third try on that. It's joint. trick Bruh. photography. Uh, yeah. I was like, it's no way. That has to be the fitted. <laughs> it's the way to fit it is. You feel me? It's the way to uh, fit it is fitting. So I, I hey, Mill- hey, Millie uh, Vanilli said, blame it on the rain, oh, baby. No, blame no. it on the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I gotta go, y'all. I had a one o'clock uh, meeting that is now one twelve. So. Um, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's wrap this thing up. E, why don't you give us, uh, oh, no, wait, sorry, announcements. Sorry, y'all gotta stick around for one more minute. Chicago, we will be there. When you hear this, I'll be on my way to Chicago. It's going down, man. I'm super pumped about this, too. We got some special guests coming in. It's gonna be crazy, so if you enter around Chicago, come check us out this weekend. After that, November 12th, we are in L.A., all right? We out in Cali, man. Come check us out if you anywhere near the West Coast or if you just want to fly in and get away from the cold weather. I know it's getting cold in some of y'all states right now. Yes, so come sir. out to L.A. Yes, uh, for a couple of days um, and, and do that. The, the cruise, phenomenalcruise.com, phenomenalcruise.com. Come join us, man. We're going seven days, man. We're, just, we're going everywhere, all right? All the islands you want to go to, we're going to have a bunch of fun. My first time on the cruise, Carl's first time. It's going to be incredible. So look out for that. Happy belated birthday to Carl. Um, yes, sir. Man, my, my family called. We called him with the FaceTime. We got the whole fam singing him happy birthday. Hey, man. Um, I'm so, about so, hey, we're we doing better to, as we get older. We're doing better on wishing each other happy birthday. Oh, no so question. Uh, on, hey, I, 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 I called him and said, hey, I'll pay for lunch or dinner. You know what I'm saying? I, I was my, I try to be mindful. And that was you know big, y'all, because I don't think he yeah. ever even said happy birthday to me in the 40 oh, years we huge. knew each other. That's huge, because yeah. yeah, cheap and big. don't ever want to pay for dinner. You know what I'm saying? That's what's even bigger. That's what make me mad. So now we got two times that I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I told y'all this before. He is the cheapest uh, but most giving person you'll ever meet in your life. 
You pull up at a window. He, you pull up at the fast food. He will search for a dollar for about an hour and a half so he don't have to break a five. But then take uh, 150 Elkwood kids right. shopping and spend $8 million on uh, toiletries. It's unbelievable. Yeah, man. So, I, I, uh, once you break that five, see, that's it. Just go. Once you break that, that's it. You know what I'm saying? It's over, bro. Hey, yeah. sh- hey, hey, hey uh, two things on Roy. What up, Roy? We coming to the West Coast. Don't play us. Make sure you connect with us. And I wanted to say, in terms of the cruise, I had a couple people say, you know, that's going to be a long time. And, I, and, and this is what I told my wife. I said, your kids going to be on there. Your mother going to be on there. I want to say your mother-in-law going to be on there. Um, is it know, bad because I told my wife, your kids ain't going to be on there to entice yeah, her? Yeah. No, I'm going to be saying? honest, though. Here's the challenge, though. For me, I told Didi, like, yo, everybody you love is going to be on there. So you're not, like, you don't even have to call nobody now. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody is there. So it's like, it's not going to be that mm. deep. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you go somewhere and your favorite people not there, that's when it's kind of like, okay, I miss it. But I'm like, yo, your mama going to be there. Your kids going to be there. Like, yo, it's, it is what I, I try to get your sisters there. Other than that, it's going to be a wrap. So I'm just saying for the most You're not part, enough, bro. What's going uh, on? You're not enough. No, definitely not enough. No. <laughs> no. I'm enough for about three Three days, four nights. You know what I'm saying? And then right, after right. that, Diddy like, no, I need to see my baby. You know, Jalen coming to, I'm so grateful, man, that you, I don't know who talked him into um, coming to the team, but man, I'm so grateful because, of course, we got Chicago coming up. He'll be there. He's coming to the wedding with us. So it's like, I've never seen, and it's, it's got to be something that happens in the womb. I'm not really sure what it is, but it's got to be something that happens in there because they're gone and Diddy's still craving Jada don't really come home. You know, it's almost like she out of state. And her mom called, you need your clothes? Watch what? I'm like, yo, they gone. <laughs> so so I have an infinity for her, see? But unfortunately, I have to say Oh, yeah. You know what, home. though? I, I, yeah. I do got to bust you out real quick because uh, Boog came to Oakwood, and he came back, and me and him was chopping it up, and he was like, yeah, I could tell my dad missed me. And I was like, what you mean? Uh, he was like, yeah, I could just tell. He had a little look in his uh, eye when he was uh, hanging out with me. Like, yeah. He don't talk yeah. like that at all. Yeah, no, uh, he tried to be all hard. Bug came back and filled the beans. He was like, yeah, let my dad was something. geeked to see me. I tell my son all the time, I love him. I never get off the phone without telling him. I, I, I will miss him. It's just not like every week. It's got to, I'm like, yo, <laughs> give me three months, kid. You know what I'm saying? Give me okay, three Okay, did you miss him, months. yes or no? Was he selling wolf tickets or was he right? Did you miss him? He said you I, had a gleam in your eye. He said it was a little twinkle uh, in your eye when you saw him. Uh, I'm allergies. Uh, it was allergies. <laughs> and he confused it. <laughs> he could, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if you want to oh, ask me you. off the hey, you want to ask me off the line, I got you. But Jay Bull okay, can't right. know. Yeah, allergies. Bull yeah. will take that and run, with, run that. with it. But oh, it yeah, was, no, but I didn't even ask him too. He was just, I was like, how was it? He was like, it was good. I could tell my dad was happy to see me. I was like, oh, do tell. <laughs> you do tell. But I did uh, I did text him about three, four weeks ago. I was like, yo, man, miss you probably, you know, whatever, whatever. So, you know, he can't, he gotta just take that and just super duper run with it. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I feel him though, cause he's so used to me. And I, I'm like, Joe, why are you so sensitive? Like, you know your sister, like you don't never talk about your sister on the podcast. I'm like, she a female, she's sensitive. I can't necessarily, but I should be able to talk about our stuff you know what I'm saying? To get the ratings up without you being, you know what I'm saying? So I got to be good for the ratings, son. I got to be balanced, yeah, man. We I need you, balanced. Balanced. You still want yeah. your check to come right. on Fridays. You feel me? We're going we to need a little ammunition. Yeah. Yep. All right, E, get us out of here with a quick nugget of the day, man, so we can run. No, I'm just going to I'm just gonna go back, man, to uh, what we talked about, man. Like, don't, don't let nobody change you, man. For real. Don't, don't, don't let hate. Don't become hate. 
You know, don't become don't become the thing you hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let somebody who's jealous or envious, you know, or whatever, wherever they are. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't become that because you feel like they getting the best of you. Like they, they might be shining today. You know, people might take their word today. But let me tell you something. Sooner or later, people ain't gonna judge you by people's word about you. People are gonna judge you by, based on what you do, your character. So you go you're gonna get your chance in court to prove who you are. Do not make the mistake when people really get to meet you that you spitting that venom they spitting, that you got that hate on you that they have. Like, don't do that, right? So I don't care how much pressure, remember this, I don't care what you're going through, the only thing that's permanent is change. You hear me? Nothing is permanent but change. That's it. Nothing is permanent. So somebody dogging you out and they got, they dragging your, your name through the mud, it ain't permanent. You feel me? Your bank account shot, it's not permanent. You failed a test, somebody diagnosed you, it's not permanent. You hear me? It's not. And so I want you to think about that. Okay, if it's not permanent, how should I act? How should I respond? How would I want to be remembered? How do I want my kids to look at me? How do I want my spouse to look like? How, what do I want to see when I look at myself in the mirror? And I promise you, I don't want to see hate when I look in the mirror. I do not want to see envy or jealousy when I look in the mirror. I want to see love. I want to see compassion. I want to see fire. I want to see commitment. I want to see purpose. So do me a favor. Even though it may seem like they getting the best of you, stay true to who you are. Let your character speak for you. And remember, nothing is permanent but change. Yep, appreciate that nugget, man. Love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Love you too, man. Leave us a review on iTunes, man, and come rock with us next week. Much love. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.